Hello and welcome to Fantasy Football, the fantasy football podcast that's more fantasy than football. Today we have Jack. Hello. Connor. Hello. And myself, that's Max. And we'll be bringing you an insight into Pep Guardiola's inner monologue alongside an exclusive on the England selection process. So let's get on with the show. So welcome back everyone. It's been two years. We've missed you. I'm sure you've missed us. But we're back now. Jack, what have you been doing for the last two years? Um, I have been working as a marine biologist, um, and it's been going well. Saved some ele- elephant whales. <laughs> <laughs> New species. Standard, standard, standard marine biologist oh, stuff. Excellent, Connor. Yeah, if you, can you top that? Uh, no, I, I went to Poland. Yeah, nice. Is right. Not Good. for the whole time. No, no. Just a weekend break. Yeah. <laughs> Well, right. well, you've been, you've been busy. That's good. Max, what have now, you been up to? Well, what have I been? Uh, you know, this and that. Eating excessively, swatting up on fancy football. In time for our fancy football draft league, which I am top of because I'm a genius. Uh, Max, where are you? Second bottom because I am. Are you happy with yourself? Delighted. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Not bottom. It's, it's all anyone can ask. For. Who's bottom? Don't know. Can I? Do you, do, you, do you know who's? Just like to wallow there. Yeah. In the bottom. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we uh, kick off our news segment of the show with a little update on on the players that we have? Um, yeah, why just, not? Uh, just talk about, just give us some structure. Uh, Connor, who who scored the most points for you? Aubameyang. How many points did he score? Eight. You're not enjoying this fantasy football segment. Don't really care about it to be honest. It's kind of like a non entity. Well, back, back when you were winning, Connor. Back when you were yeah. top, it was very different. This wasn't is a it? classic sore loser. <laughs> what we have here. Yeah, um, we know them well in this yeah. in this crowd. Yeah, uh, Max, who was your best player? Uh, my best player was Joe Hart. Unfortunately, he was on my bench, so that was shit. Well done. Yeah. Uh, who was in goal? Uh, Petchek. So you could say you wrecked yourself because you checked yourself. You that could, you could, but I, I probably, <laughs> I probably wouldn't say that ever. <laughs> who was your best player? Uh, Valencia. Clean sheet um, against Burnley. Yeah, did you watch that? No. Um, I saw something on Match of the Day and it, it looked um, lively. It was, yeah. Did Rashford deserve to get sent off? Uh, no, not really. What um, did he do? He did the thing where you put your head in someone's face, but not a full headbutt. There needs to be a word for that, like a, a less strong headbutt. It's like a caress, isn't it? Yeah, a forehead caress. Yeah. Like, okay. um, yeah, you know, like a cat. Yeah, against a table leg or a yeah. person. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he did that envisioned. to Phil Bardsley. Phil Bardsley sort of did it back, um, and then he was sent off. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, so in the wider world of football, Max. Yes. Um, news. News. Have you got any? Uh, have I got any? I do. I, uh, apparently, Liverpool have employed a, a specific throw-in coach. Is it Rory Delap? No. It's, it's not some, 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 is it Dan- <laughs> a Danish guy? It is actually the world record holder for throw-ins. Is it yes. Jan Mulby? It's not Jan Mulby. He's not... A, <laughs> many jokes came to mind and I executed none of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, he, yeah, he threw a ball 51 metres once. That's, that's, that's a long way. Um, for his last club that he was the throwing coach of, uh, he improved a player that now plays for Dortmund's throw-in by 15 metres. That's very impressive, isn't it? That that is pretty impressive. I mean, yeah. Um, I read well, a whole lot. Do you want some more stats and uh, some information on this? 
it seems like you've dedicated in, uh, way too much time to it already. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> uh, you've really thrown yourself into it. He had you? a look at the stats in the Premier League last year. The Opta stats. Yeah. Um, the guest get the best throw-in team. The team that's created the most shots for throws was Leicester, fourteen. Really? Yeah. yeah Liverpool only scored, created three. So they're obviously trying to up that game. Yeah. But where he really wants to make a difference is quick throws to start counter-attacks and retain possession. Um, for a team like Liverpool, of course, that, that would be very useful. Uh, great. Yeah, so yeah, that's good We news. cannot have talked about throw-ins for this long. <laughs> Please move on. Uh, wasn't much of a wee about that. I came, researched and ready to go. Um, bottom and second bottom over here. <laughs> <laughs> Some things aren't worth researching. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's good that they've got a throwing coach, because if there's one thing that winds me up in professional football, it's foul throws. Like, just the only thing that gets picked up on a park on a Sunday afternoon and just doesn't get noticed in the Premier League. There's so many foul throws. It's just because you're shit at the max. Yes. Jack, any other news? Um, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of news, Max, but I think um, we should focus on Manchester United. They won their second game of the season. Well done. <laughs> That's half as many as Chelsea... Liverpool, Watford, Watford, yeah. Um, but it, it's a win nonetheless, and uh, it kind of it, it, it gives Mourinho a little bit of breathing space. And during the game, did you see the banner fly overhead, Max? I did see the banner. Yes. Did you see it, Connor? Ed Woodward, specialist in failure. There he is. Exactly. Microsoft Sam in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because that, I mean, that's that's uh, been a bit of a tricky situation. Uh, yeah, yeah, the fan it? the fans are really behind Mourinho, and they're very much anti uh, anti Ed Woodward. But I mean, that's a thing that Mourinho does a lot, doesn't he? At the clubs he's been, you often get like at Chelsea, it was the same. The fans were massively behind him. Uh, it's very difficult to get rid of him. He's a, a strong character, isn't he? And I know Colin has thoughts about strong characters. Yeah, well, I think he's one of our great leaders of our time. You know, like Trump and Putin. He's just he has a presence, and uh, you know, strikes a, a figure. Are there any specific similarities between Trump and, and Putin? That... Partially insane, pretty Partially. mental. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you need to be on the edge to be able to get the most out of yourself. I think. Yeah. Um, all, all geniuses are are a little on the edge, aren't they? That's yeah. what they say. Got got to bump a few keys to get there. <laughs> Richard Keys. <laughs> uh, well, Richard Keys is a big fan of Mourinho, uh, as anyone who religiously reads his blog, such as I, will know. Um, but yeah, it does seem like he's a little bit unhinged. Yeah, I mean, did you see his press conference in the week with the uh, the whole the whole three fingers thing, holding up uh, the three titles more than anyone else in the league? It's uh, it seems to be a big thing with this number three. It's definitely something that has got caught up in his mind. It's almost lately. a bit magic. Three is a magic number. Yeah, it is. It's a magic number. Tottenham came to the theatre of dreams They scored three It's a magic number The number of Premier League titles More than the others put together How many times was I gaffer of the year? That's three, it's a magic number Three million euros In undeclared image rights To get me sentenced to a year suspended in a Spanish jail Every centre midfield has three players Every third season has a mental breakdown No more or less, I'll lose my head Three, it's a magic number Three, a 
magic number. Yeah, uh, so it does look like Mourinho's gone fully mental. Um, anyone think he'll last the season? Not a chance. <laughs> a strong man, Connor. I'm going to stay behind him. Yeah, yeah. he's going to do it. You're behind Mourinho. Yeah, yeah, you're enjoying it behind Mourinho. <laughs> smart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of smart, it's uh, time to get aboard the bangwagon. Bang him in! Um, the bangwagon, of course, uh, for the people who listen to us, Two years ago now uh, is where we run through the top five most transferred in and top five most transferred out players in fantasy football. Uh, do you want to go ins or outs first, lads? I'm an in man. You going in? Yeah. Into yeah. Mourinho. <laughs> Into Bangwagon. Uh, Max, you happy with in? Happy with in. Um, of the five most transferred in players, who do you reckon is fifth? Manny. No. Joe Hart. No. Should we just keep guessing? No, we, I can draw some clues. Is it, is it a tough one? Should we get it? Uh, it's a defender who plays for Chelsea. Marcus Alonso. It's Marcus Alonso. Um, why 164,000 people didn't have him? Well, because Chelsea. Bearing in mind he's been the best player for two years. But Chelsea alone. went to four at the back this year, so they weren't expecting him to be so attacking. But well, if anything, he's playing even further forward. You, than if he you was didn't have him in your team, you overthought it and you've missed out on points. Idiots. Uh, fourth most transferred in player. For the new Leicester. The new Leicester? Herrera. Nearly. Okay. Playing at the back. Holobas. It's Holy Bass. The free kick maestro himself. Uh, chipping balls in to Deeney and assorted other Watford players. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third most transferred in player, and I don't really know why he is, so I'm just going to tell you it's Pedro. Right. Uh, did he do a good thing at the weekend, Max? Scored a goal? Did he? Was it a good goal? Uh, deflection. The good goals count for more in fantasy football? They don't really, do they? No, goal's a goal. Should be. Yeah. It scored, uh, it scored. Deflection's a goal. Second most transferred in player. 195,000 people. That's quite a lot of people. And you've got to bear in mind, well, it's an international week, so 195,000 people have really jumped the gun on this. <sighs> Salah? No. Uh, he is a similar position to Salah. Mane? No. At a smaller club Madison think a white smaller club as in ethnic Sherlock no, no. <laughs> it's uh, Lucas Moura <laughs> ah yeah uh, Spurs of course smaller than Liverpool um, that's for the benefit of our uh, non-attendant Spurs fan members of the podcast and finally the centre forward who's grabbing headlines like he's grabbing goals Lewis Graben no Mitrovic. Yeah. Oh, that was exciting, wasn't it? Um, <laughs> five most transferred out players, starting in fifth. 86,000 people have got rid of Richarlison this week. Yeah, I was going to say Richarlison. Um, why? why have you done it this week and not last yeah. week? That's, that's the Another question. error for people listening at home. If you've made the Alonso-Richarlison swap, um, you're a fool. As, as you would do with two players that don't play in the same position. Fourth most but transferred out player. Uh, and this is a little bit of Arsenal news here, so... Uh, Mkhitaryan. It's Mkhitaryan, ah. yeah, not Czech. Um, yeah, I, I, there's rumours around uh, N1, where we're recording now, and that's how football stadium rumours work. They emanate out from the source. So um, <laughs> that uh, Lacazette might be getting more game time at the detriment of uh, Mkhitaryan, so he's on his way out. Third most transferred out player, 
we've spoken about him already three times. Mourinho. Salah. <laughs> It's like, no, sorry, yeah, I, yeah, that wasn't meant to be. <laughs> <laughs> Second most transferred out player, and I'm surprised 141,000 people had him. Really? Yeah, so you're not going to get it. Plays for Everton. No, I think Walcott. It's Walcott. Walcott. Is that actually? Yeah. <laughs> and the most transferred out player, uh, who has an orange triangle warning sign next to him. Oh. Zaha. Oh, right, yeah. What's he done? Don't know. He got injured on the Friday before the game, uh, which scuppered me because I brought him in before the triangle appeared. Did he? Monk. Yeah. So I think yeah. I might have made the triangle appear. That's how it works, isn't it? Uh, no. Um, but anyway, that is the bang wagon, and um, all aboard the bang wagon! All off aboard. Disembark, please. <laughs> So bad news, we've had to make a last minute change um, to the running order. Pep Guardiola couldn't make it. Um, however, we've rummaged around and we found Harry Kane to endorse a new product. Um, Harry, do you want to take it away? Oh, let's uh, see what I found in my hotel room. Oh, wow. There's a toilet brush. We've got a serious situation in Deli Alley's room. Let's see what we can do. Okay. This is the massive skid he was talking about. Don't know if I want to show these. HK93 on the handle. That's a nice touch. Obviously, we've got a lot of away games, a lot of Champions League games. Having this toilet brush on the bus is going to be really useful. Even doubles up as a toothbrush. You can use it to floss. Boom! Thank you very much there, Harry. Um, we are very excited to purchase your toilet brush. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a new feature. Connor, as uh, some people may know, is um, one of the great poets of our time. Uh, and he's agreed to dedicate uh, a little bit of time each week to producing a poem for fantasy football. Uh, Connor, what have you got for us this week? And what's the context? So this poem is about um, one of my favourite clubs. It's West Ham. Um, oh, I heard. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, we all know how they're doing. I'm just going to uh, jump right into it. The title's called Time to Down Tools. <laughs> <laughs> Time to down tools, lads, after all that you've achieved so far. Blazing progress that you've made, the heights at which you've set the bar. Zero points, the sum of fuck all. That's not what I call football. <laughs> Through hard graft and perseverance Your skills in defence or lack of clearance You've managed to concede 10 in 4 Pretty poor <laughs> Of course it's early in the season And yeah you might pick things back up But really it's not that hard It was better when you still had pods <laughs> One final note of motivation To spur you on to great success while weary hands can sometimes struggle to lift those heavy hammers, maybe best you leave them be, you utter fucking spanners. Yeah, that's very good. I thought that's going to be a round of applause. Yeah, thank you. Um, West Ham, yeah, they are bad at football. <laughs> <laughs> so my brother, both my brothers, my sister and my dad have all made that 
poor decision in life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we and Matt saw them the other day, didn't we, Matt? We did, yeah. They managed to win a game against uh, Jack's team and and also my team. Part-time team. Part-time team. Um, AFC Wimbledon, yeah. yeah. Um, they battered the door down <laughs> after playing for 60 minutes against 10 men. <laughs> <laughs> One nil down, man. <laughs> yeah, they were one nil down that when, whole time. When your Mexican international centre forward is diving to get League <laughs> One defenders sent off, you know you've uh, had a bad start to the season. Yeah, uh, and then when you need both your centre backs to bail you out of jail. <laughs> 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 but yeah, that uh, they are bad, um, and that was a very good poem. Um, oh, thank you. I will add that to the anthology. I look I'm forward sure, to the next instalment, as I'm sure OCR will for next year's GCSEs. <laughs> <laughs> Now it's time for another old fan favourite, the fallacy fix, where we take something that's broken in football and put it right. What are we fixing then, Max? This week, we're fixing the schism between clubs and their fans. Connor, would you like to take us away with your idea? I bloody well would. Um, I think, well, so what better way is there to sort of get closer to each other than a sleepover? (laughs) 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 So what I'm suggesting every is this week... A, is this a PG sleepover? It's a PG sleepover. I mean, yeah, you know, pillow fights, but it's men, so it's not going to get, you know... So it's like a good old fight. Like yeah, exactly, yeah. Blind man's bluff. It's all going to be sleeping in there. Sleeping lions. Yeah, probably sleeping lions. That's a great shout, yeah. Um, so, yeah, every week, uh, one of the players has to host a certain number of fans. You know, you can have a lottery to get, get involved, whatever. Uh, you know, everyone's going to love it. They're just going to be feel like they're part of the team, aren't they? It's uh, not bad, Connor. I, I like yeah. that. Uh, I, I've got two. Um, the first one, very simple. Uh, every home game, a fan has to play. And uh, this has got two things. One, it will bring the, that fan and the rest of the fans closer together uh, because there'll literally be a fan on the pitch. Everyone will be able to see he's one of our own and not even like sometimes incorrectly. He will literally be a fat guy <laughs> the other thing that we'll do um, for the away fans yep. who maybe have gone a long way and are upset that they've had to go a long way generally in football you lose about 50% of your away games but if there's a fat man playing up front <laughs> for for the away t- of the home team it evens it out so football becomes a fairer game the away fans are happier uh, they'll feel closer to the club because they might not see their team get beaten the home fans are happier because one of their players on the pitch running around. Uh, one of the fans on the pitch running around. Yeah. Um, second idea I've got. So you know, like teachers and stuff get preferential treatment when it comes to housing, key worker housing. Have you ever heard of this concept? I've never heard of this concept. No. Uh, so like you can get houses at a discount if you're a key worker. So it's like nurses and teachers um, jobs where you don't earn enough money to actually buy your house. <laughs> Suckers. <laughs> 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 but uh, society recognises that you, you're fulfilling a vital function um, so you get a discount on your house um, they should do that for fans near stadiums the, fact, um, the clubs they're rich they should buy all the land around their stadiums and sell it to the best fans at <laughs> thus literally bringing the fans closer to the club good I like yeah. the second one yeah, yeah. that's quite good um, yeah I like the literal take yeah yeah yeah, so I, I was I was thinking it's not not too dissimilar from your idea of having a a fan every home game, but you can you can name a bonus sub that's a fan, 
that you can bring on if you've used all your subs and then you get another injury or your goalkeeper gets injured you can bring on the fan <laughs> bring okay. on the fan everyone yeah. you've always got a chance bring of being on the involved. fan you're, you're, you're making your point yeah. <laughs> bring, bring on, on the, the fan, fan. <laughs> and obviously that will be played if the, if the fan gets on the pitch over the klaxons bring on That's the fan the bring okay. on the fan um, yeah very good Max um but there can only be one winner. You can only fix football in, in one way. Um, which way are you going to fix football, Matt? Well, I I can't look past the sleepovers. <laughs> I, I think it's a phenomenal idea. No, I think the fan playing is probably a better idea. No, fan sleepovers. Just imagine the hijinks. <laughs> <laughs> So obviously there's no Premier League action next weekend. Uh, it's the international break. Uh, yeah, it is. And England are playing. Cool. Playing in the Nations League, I it believe. It is the Nations League. And we're also playing against uh, another team in a friendly. Yes. Um, who I can't recall now. It's a bit of a shame. I, 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 I feel like the early season... Um, it's just going to the swing, break, isn't it? Yeah, we're just yeah. getting getting into it. And I'm just about top of the fancy league. <laughs> um, it's going to break up your rhythm. Yeah, exactly. Um, and also, I'm not really sure what the Nations League is. Does anyone, can I anyone have explain it? No idea, Max. <clears throat> well, yeah. The, so the Nations League was uh, that UEFA brought it in to replace international friendlies because there was a lot of you know people were not so happy that the, the friendlies there no one takes any interest. They don't get. There's no sellouts, players refuse to play, uh, so they tried to make it more engaging. So what, what they've done is, for the next Euros, uh, 20 of the 24 qualification spots are going to the qualification, the normal Euro qualification procedure, um, with the four spaces left over going to the winners of the Nations League. So the Nations League is uh, all 55 teams in Europe are playing, replacing friendlies, and they're split into four leagues, because obviously 55 teams in one league would be pretty pretty mental. Uh, so we're looking at 55 teams split into four groups. Each of those four groups is split into a further four groups. Those teams will play each other twice, and the winner of each of those four mini-groups goes into a final of League A, where they all play each other in semi-finals and the final. Now the winners of those get into the Europa, uh, the the UEFA, oh shit, no. European Championships. The winners of those will take the last spots left open from the European qualification. But if they've already qualified through their qualifying groups, then their place goes to a group lower down in the Nations League. And if they've already qualified, it will go down to something even lower. To the point that you're going to end up with Malta and Liechtenstein qualifying for the Europa Championships. It's mental. Well, I hope you followed that at home because I'm still really, really confused. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I don't know about you, Connor. I'm actually a simple man. I like my home comforts. I like things like bingo, things like the England football team, things like fantasy football. And when there's no fantasy football, <laughs> I like to combine my bingo and my England football team <laughs> into a game called Bingoland. <laughs> <laughs> It's a very simple game. You pick six England players, a goalkeeper and six outfielders. Five outfielders. Um, <laughs> yeah, five outfielders. And then Max draws lots from our Tombola box that we've got here. And um, if you get six players, you win a prize. Tweet us, at Fallacy Football, um, if you do. 
Uh, so I've got my England score. Have you got your England score, Connor? I got some of them. Uh, good. Um, Max, would you like to kick us off with the first Bingaland ball? Absolutely. Have a rummage. Everyone ready? Have a rummage in those Let's balls. Let's go. No one dippier than Kieran Trippier. Hey! I haven't got him. No, I, I don't have him either. I just crap him. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Chocolate Shingard, Jesse Lingard. Well done. Very good. I don't have him either. Uh, <laughs> bad, bad start in the room. I hope you're doing better at home. Time for a Barthy. Alex McCarthy. Who the Hooray. fuck is Alex McCarthy? We got one. He's um, the goalkeeper. <laughs> in the England six-a-side bingo team. Yep. Let's hurry up with those rummaging then, Max. Half a brain! It's Harry Kane! Hey! Yeah, I've got him. Everyone's got yeah, Harry Kane yeah. in their yeah. team. Next one. Lock your sweet draw. It's Luke Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, funny because he's fat. <laughs> very good. Um, next. So it's the last one now, last member of the England Six of you, team. If you've got five and six, you must be excited. The big prize. prize on the way. Glue Factory calling. It's Chris Smalling. Hooray. Oh. He's not in the squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, better bingo um, calls we could come up with. <laughs> an, an unwinnable game. Who'd have thought? Um, very good, Max. Uh, any honourable mentions? Yes, got uh, some on- honourable mentions go to um, Bounce of Hire, Eric Dyer, uh, Skin and Bones, John Stones, Out of Work All Week, Ruben Loftus Cheek. <laughs> So that 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 Bingaland game pretty much wraps up the podcast. Um, do you want to say goodbye, Max? <laughs> no, you got a fucking massive amount of pizza in your face. You weren't lying when you spoke about your eating habits earlier, were you? <laughs> Connor. <laughs> Connor. Don't you've killed that? <laughs> <laughs> would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Max, would you like to say goodbye? Goodbye. Um, and I would also like to say goodbye uh, but I'll leave you with one thing he spent many many days over 900 days not scoring and he is a podcast favourite so once more we would like to pay you out with Sido Berahino by Aframax He was gonna go to the lane, but then he got high Was gonna play with Harry Kane, but then he got high Spent eight months on the sidelines, I don't know why Well man Because he got high, because he got high, because he got high He's an easy fantasy pick, until he got high Scored goals and got assists, but he got high. Ah, oh, nine points. Pretty good. Now he's owned by 0.7%, and, 
And I know why. Because he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high. Could have gone for 24 million, but he got high. Could have played up front for England, but he got high. The baggies let him go at a discount, and I know why. Because he got high. Because he got high. Because he got high.